We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Yo, 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 we are back with another video. We got the main homie, Obito, the hamster. Let's get a <coughs> shit. <laughs> Damn. How how old is he? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's a couple months. But uh, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm. You know. <coughs> you know. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, you know, back with another episode, MDH TV, live in effect. Uh, just got done with finals, you know, final or midterms, so serious, not finals, but <clears throat> yeah, midterms, even though I got one more this week, but that's my last one. Have you taken any? Uh, mine were like two weeks ago. Mine were like <coughs> two weeks ago. Oh, for real? Yeah, mine mine have been over. Oh no. Yeah. I've got an eight on the three that I've taken. And then we'll see what I get in this next one. That's what's up. How was uh You been skating? Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty heavily the last two days. What about you? Uh not really like this last weekend because I was in New Hampshire, but uh, I, I was skating down to my dorm because I just got back uh, like probably like an hour ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, like my truck came off. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a new complete and everything. And it's because I loosened my trucks. Oh, so, that's a good and at the park, bro, I was trying to hit the euro gap, and like I didn't hit it, and I just threw my board, in. and my whole truck came off. <laughs> and I was like, "What the? Fuck? <laughs> that was the first day I had to complete. I was like, <laughs> so yeah, that sucks. But yeah, I've been skating. Uh, I guess a lot. I'm getting all right. Nah." I'm still trash, but I'm like all right trash now then. Yeah, I'm trying to get good like in this next these next two weeks. I'm trying to learn some new tricks. I don't know, man. It's just hard. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh it's pretty fun though. Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you saw that slam I took trying to not even back 180, just trying to bail, but it looked like a clean back 180. Yeah, you should just say that. Yeah. 
What about um? Do you feel like the girls like skateboarding? I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, I honestly don't know because like it honestly depends. I feel like there's two types of girls down society, right? And there's like you know, just like there's like you can say there's two types of people, and that's the <coughs> normies and the outcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And even in those groups, there's like normies in both of the groups. But like, so the outcast girls would be like the girls that are like, even though this is now mainstream kind of, but the girls that are like into crystals and like tarot and astro astrology and shit like that. <laughs> and they might like skating, but like the normie girls like, they like football and basketball and shit. They probably just think that shit's lame. Oh, God. Because, you know what? I like this weird, like, feeling when, like, the girl athletes will walk past. I'm like, I wonder if they respect this, like, it's like like I'm on the basketball team or if they just look at me like somebody just fucking around on a piece of wood. They probably just like, who the nah, this, this is the thing. Like, athletes are so conceited that they don't even see you. If you see <laughs> them, they're not even gonna notice you there unless you like directly in they pass. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, bro. I like it was crazy because now that I don't play basketball, I could tell a basketball player by like the smallest things that they do. Or like an athlete, like a mainstream athlete, yeah. by the smallest things they do. Like it's crazy. Yeah. For real. Like, I went to the park the other day. The hoop, that was just some, you know, harmless hooping. Yeah. And harmless. this dude, bro, he was taking it so serious. So, first game, I'm checking him. I'm playing D, right? And he mad for some reason because I guess I'm playing, like, too, too good at defense. That's what I'm going to say. But, um, yeah, so, like, at the end of the game, they ended up winning by like two. And he was like, he was like, all right, all right. He was like, all right, who next? Hey, don't hand check me next time. I'm trying to like be slick with it. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? I wasn't hand checking you at all. Like, what do you mean I wasn't fouling you the whole time? And like, he was trying, trying to play it off and shit. And nobody was next. So I guarded that nigga. We played it again and I guarded him again. He just had this attitude about it. And Did then, you even check him? Bro, yeah, I was all up in his but then you know losing again on some weak shit. And the next team was you know, Lehigh dudes. And you know, Lehigh's mostly white dudes, so it was all white dudes. And this dude was guarding him. And like he shot a three and missed. And the dude barely touched his arm. And he was like, foul. And he was like, what? It was and a he, black dude? Nah, this dude is like the dude was met like Hispanic. Uh-huh. And like the dude was like, this is a foul. And he jumped, he literally jumped into this dude that was guarded him like this. He was like, this is a foul if you jumped at me like that. He was like, what the fuck? And then that this nigga got the ball and threw it at him. Like, threw it at him? Yes. And then went up and pushed the dude. I was like, I would have been scrapping right there. Of course, you know, niggas didn't fight. They actually finished the game. And 
Bro, like, <clears throat> what is the show like? Nigga, we at the park. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, I was thinking, I was like, damn, like, I really want the basketball gym to open at UNR just to run some pickup games, you feel me? Have some fun, you know, whenever I'm bored. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, you see the background? Yeah. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, I hope one of these niggas don't try me. Because, like, I just know how, how heated basketball games can, can, can get, especially when there's nothing, like, there's no reward from winning. I feel like those are the most, like, intense. Yeah. Like, when there's no championship, like, niggas just playing at the park. That's when niggas really want to fight. I mean, NBA players don't even fight. They get fucking paid millions of dollars. But you like, fight. I feel like the dudes at the park, they envious. So that's what make them mad. Because they feel like they should be in the league. And then, oh, yeah. like, when they go to the park and get showed up by niggas at the park, make them more mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's just... Bro, that's why I'm like, these niggas going to be angry. They gonna see a skating nigga come in there and just bust ass cheeks, bro. I, I told you about the time when I first started skating. I was I skated down the street, and this dude was shooting a basketball outside his house. And I was like, "You oh, trying yeah. to play one on one?" That's fucked up. No, you. And what I you did was toxic. Hop right back on the skateboard and skated away. And I know he was like, "Damn, this nigga on the skateboard really just came and beat me in my own yard." I can imagine that, bro. I quit yeah. basketball. You just I mean, you didn't know that I played basketball, but, like, if it was just, like, a random skateboarder, I'd be like, what am I even doing playing that sport? Bro, facts. Like, that's why I'm not even going to tell people I play basketball. I'm going to literally just pull up my skateboard in hand and just drop that bitch on the court and play. Yeah, when I go to the park, like, I, I skate there, and I, I'll be working on tricks there and stuff. I'll be like, I wonder if they not gonna pick me up because I have a skateboard, bro. That's what I'll be thinking too. I'll be like, okay, nigga, watch when I get on the court. Honestly, I think I could dunk now. Yeah, cause uh, skateboarding, you think that helps? Skateboarding, MMA, jump rope, like. Oh yeah, like how is how is working out going for you? Oh, it's pretty good, you know. Um. I'm starting to lift weights with, like, this one dude. He's, like, a fitness model. So, he's pretty cool. But I'm still mostly doing, like, the MMA shit. What about you? Um, Taylor Gym just opened. That's, like, our on-campus gym. It opened, like, I think three weeks ago now. I'm going every day except for last uh, Thursday and Friday because I was out of town. And uh, the Friday before that, because my shoulder just hurt. But uh, yeah, I've been going like every day, and it's only forty-five minute sessions, like which mm-hmm. isn't that long. Yeah, at all. It just forces you to like really lift while you're there the entire yeah. time. Like get your session in. Hell yeah, that's cool. And I like I feel myself getting stronger and stuff. Do you feel like working out can become something therapeutic for you? Yeah, definitely. I know, I know for like my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know, I know like for a lot of people, like that's like their like their fix almost. Like that's their go-to whenever they're feeling down or whatever. Yeah. 
I mean, like, you know what they say, it only takes 21 days to build a habit. And I think, what, 90 to build a lifestyle or some shit like that. So it's like, before I go to the gym, I'm not going to lie. I'll be not necessarily dreading it, but I'll be like, man, I do not feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like walking to the gym. I don't feel like lifting weights. I don't feel like stretching. I don't feel like doing this, that, whatever. But once you get there and you're like, all right, I'm here now, I might as well put in some work. And you just get that first couple of reps in, then like, I don't know, it becomes, it's almost like you're you're in a game with yourself. You're challenging yourself, at least for me. Like, yeah. I'll be doing some reps and like, I'll be tired. And I'll be like, nah, I got to keep pushing. Or especially if other people in the gym, like whether it's some girls or dudes, like if it's some dudes, I'll be like, I can't, you know, show no weakness type shit. Uh-huh. And it's some girls, like probably the same thing. I got to be like, I'm the alpha male in this bitch. Bro, I heard some like stupid shit the other day, or I read it. It was on social media, which is very common. But it was like, and I don't know, I, I feel like, this kind of made me feel some type of way because I guess I'm a victim of it. But like the post was like, you niggas are trying to show out for other guys. Like that's gay. But I was like, low key, like whether it's a group, matter of fact, most like if it's a group of guys walking past while I'm skating, like I'm, I'm trying to land my trick probably like two times harder. Like even if it's like even girls, I don't even try. I mean, I try, I guess the same amount, but like, I don't know. It's some other group of niggas walking by that just makes me just want to like land that shit. Let these niggas know. Them niggas might roast you. Yeah, that and it's just like nigga, I'm the big dog, nigga. I'm just letting y'all niggas know why y'all walking past innocently. <laughs> On me, you gotta like show that alpha. You know, you gotta have that dog in you. Some yeah. people don't have that dog in them at all, and it's and it's crazy. Cause like I almost lost it when I like not playing basketball for a while. Cause like skateboarding is great, but it doesn't really take like it. Cause since you're not competing against nobody, like it doesn't really bring out that dog. And since like, once you reach your limits with skateboarding, like nigga, you reach your limits. Like it's not like no anime shit where you could just like pimp out a fucking kickflip with just one day. So like, I felt like I kind of lost it, but then I gained it back once I started going to the gym. Because now, like, I'm I'm competing with myself, but it's more like I, I can do one more rep quicker than I could learn how to do a new trick, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, that competing factor is a big thing because, like, when I was in New Hampshire, like, uh, there was a pool table. And I'm not good at pool at all. And I went undefeated the entire time I was there. <laughs> I think I was, like, nine and up. Which, I mean, some people play way more games than me, but, like, still. And I was, like, I kept telling them, I'm not good at pool. I'm just competitive as, as hell. Like, you're just not going to beat me. Like, I got to be the best in whatever I do. And, like, <clears throat> ever since I stopped playing basketball, I think I that competitiveness, like, kind of transferred over to uh, really to chess. Like, I've been playing chess a lot. And, you know, I was telling y'all I beat this Russian master. She's not really a master, but she, not like dead ass, her parents are, or her grandparents are Russian. 
and they were chess grandmasters and shit. And she got trained by them. And right now, I don't be her six times in a row. But um, you know, I'm on a, like a 12 game win streak. So get at me, chess.com, Tommy Anderson IV. But uh yeah, you gotta like have that competitive nature because if you don't, it's almost like you're not trying to get better because you almost gotta compete to get better. At yeah. least it's also, I feel like you need to have an outlet because I feel like since a lot of people don't have an outlet, they try to compete with daily life with their daily lives. So, like, for example, you know how like girls will compete with other girls just on some stupid shit, like who can get more likes, who could dress better, yeah. or like guys will compete with some stupid shit like that. And I feel like the main reason for that is because they don't have anything. They don't have like a sport or an activity that they could that they could thrive in. So they see every opportunity where there's comparison as like a competitive, as a competition. When in reality, like there's times to be competitive and there's times when there, when you shouldn't be competitive. Like with your friend, how do you feel about being competitive with your friends? Cause I see like a lot of posts, like you should want to see your friends win or no, if you're comparing yourself to your friend or if you're trying to be better than your friend and that's wrong. But how do you feel about that? I feel like, at least me personally, I compete with all my friends. Yeah. Every day because I feel like you have to compete with your friends because you guys are trying to make each other better. And if you're not competing, then, you know, what's to say that you're not trying your hardest or they're not trying their hardest? It's, just, mm-hmm. it's like... So I have this one, a homie uh, in one of my classes, in my poli sci class, and we just had this exam. And I got an A, and I think it was like a 92 or four or whatever, but he got 98. So like now I'm competing with him. Like I'm glad we both got A's. And since we're competing with each other, we're both succeeding. But I'm still competing with him because like you said, you just always want to show that you that top dog. And it's all love at the end of the day. Like, I'm glad. Yeah. It's not like I'm jealous or anything. Of course, I'm yeah. glad he got the A. I'm always going to be – you're always going to be glad for your friends at the end of the day. But that's not to say that you don't want to be the top dog. You don't want to be the best. You should always be striving to be the best. Facts. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's good to compete with your friends as long as, like – as long as your intentions are good, like you shouldn't want to compete with them in a way where you're going to like put them down or in a way where you just want to be on top by yourself. At the end of the day, I look at competition as more of like, we're trying to make ourselves better by competing against each other. It's not even so much that like, I'm trying to be better than you or no, it's okay. It could be like, I'm trying to be better than you, but it shouldn't be, I'm trying to make sure you're worse than me, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Then you're preying on their downfall. And that right there to me is, you know, is obviously a toxic. If you think about it, and Naruto, Naruto wasn't wishing, oh, I wish Sasuke was worse. Yeah. He was like, I need to be better than Sasuke. Facts. That's why you just got, and I think like, it's, it's like a duality with competition. There's two types of competition. There's competing where, you're trying to make each other better. And then there's the superficial competing where you're just trying to be, you know, 
better than the other person. You're not trying to make anybody better. You're just trying to win or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, if you think about like social media, like you said, girls compete with likes or whatever. Guys compete with girls or with shoes or whatever, all this superficial stuff. And I think that's because nobody really likes putting in hard work nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you compete in trying to make somebody better, like playing guitar, for instance, and me and you, we learned at the same time and we compete in trying to be better than each other. Three years go by, we both gotten tremendously better. We can pick up a guitar, not competing with anybody and just play it and have fun like that. Yeah. People that who are competing and are solely just trying to be better than another person, they aren't gaining skills because they just want to, the popularity part. They just want Thanks. the look. They just want to seem better and not actually be better. Thanks. Because if you think about it, most people, they just present their perfect self. And to be, be to get better, you have to fail and you're not going to be perfect. So Thanks. you got to show those failures if you really want to grow. Some people just be capping. Thanks. That's why, like, to me, especially as a kid, like, watching like highlights or even like skate videos sometimes like well not i mean skate videos too but skate videos are a little bit different but like watching like nba highlights or nfl highlights like you don't really get to see all the failures or like i remember i know like you can relate to this like when you were in high school or middle school uh when you used to watch like baller's life shit and then you would see them like make every in their high school you would see them make every single shot and then you go out there and you miss not even all your shots, you miss half of your shots. And then you in the back of your mind, you're like, wow, I'm way worse than them, but they don't show like the misses. Yeah. It can be very damaging to to a person, to a person's self-esteem and confidence. Like with mixtapes, they'll show, and this is how they just try and show the perfection. They'll show all the makes, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And one game, let's say it's a mixtape of one game, right? Mm-hmm. And all you see is the mixtape. This dude, he got 20 points, a couple of dimes, broke somebody's ankles. But you went to the game. Somebody else went to the game. He got 35 points scored on him. He fell <laughs> twice, got dunked on him, and uh, just played bad. But the mixtape, it looked like he played good. And it's like, yeah. especially these mixtapes nowadays, like, they'll be half, like, It'll be a minute mixtape and 20 seconds will be warm-ups. And then wow. 10 seconds will be them stretching. Yeah, and then just be like little cut. And it'll be in slow motion the whole zone. Yeah. Hell so it's like y'all are trying to act like this person is better than they are. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to do anything for them because they're going to think that they're better than they are. And they're not going to try and get better because they're already going to think they're good enough. And it's crazy how like high like the people that were huge like when we were in high school like I remember one dude I think his name was Trayvon Duvall is that his, you know him the basketball player yeah he was he, good. he was good as fuck to me but like now I don't even know him so it's like it's crazy how all these like people who are on these mixtapes they're not real I mean some of them are going places of course like Zion but like even though they have these these great mixtapes and these great videos, like they're not even going nowhere with them a lot of times. And that's just because we only see the great if you were to, I mean, record all of our greatest plays, we'll probably be we'll probably look hella good too. But 
if you were to record all of it, we would be some mediocre ass niggas. So it's, I feel like it's the same way with them. Is it to me like it's, it's I don't know. Basketballs became like a popularity and like a, like who you know type of thing. And it's just, I feel like basketball is just like another distraction in the world. And I was gonna ask you, um, did you see like the NBA? They were like. Or if you get your vaccine, then you can go back to normal life type shit. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like, And then all the Pelican players, they already got their vaccine. Oh. Um, the J&J. And, and, bro, literally, this is crazy, you know. We might die for this. So be uh, thankful we're giving you all this information right now. But... Oh you God. know J and J Johnson and Johnson, the mm-hmm. people that made the vaccine. Yeah, the 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 Vatican. They made the Vatican. Yeah, the Vatican. Yeah, the vaccine. The uh, um, back. Yeah. The- uh, they they like made a a vaccine <laughs> or a vaccine or whatever. Back, back. A couple years or yeah, back a couple years ago. And it gave people leukemia, cancer. And I'm like, or maybe it wasn't a back. It was like something, but it was something they produced. Was it their baby powder? Cancer. Maybe. Maybe it was something like that. Yeah. I remember something. I'm like, these are the motherfuckers we are trusting with a vaccine? That don't even make sense. And I saw some study. It was like pregnant women who are taking the vaccine or having miscarriages and all this. Mm -hmm. So like... Do you think that, how do you feel about institutions trying to make their employees take the VAC to work and just like, how do you feel about the whole Johnson & Johnson thing and their production of the VAC? For the first question, um, honestly, like, I don't think it's fair to make people have to shoot something up into their body, especially if especially if such a great amount of people have the vaccine, then it's like, okay, yeah. like if we get sick, then we get sick. Like it is what it is. The people that are vaccinated will be, will be safe. So I don't think it's fair to do that. Also, some people like for, to me, to force people to get a shot, just to get, to make money in the society is, is crazy that we're even having to like talk about. Like we, like the fact that a topic is, should we have to stick a needle in our arm and inject ourselves with something just so we can go back to work is insane, especially for a, for a a disease that's, that's death rate is less than 2% of healthy people. But as far as the Johnson and Johnson thing, I mean, I like, even if you were to take away like the conspiracy, like, Oh, Bill Gates is trying to kill everybody. Johnson, Johnson. It's like this vaccine was rushed, like at the bare minimum, it was rushed. Like you can't go, like it usually takes, I think four years for a vaccine to like get tested. We haven't tested no long-term effects. No, we haven't even been able to test a year after the vaccine. Like the shit was just made, I think in like December. We haven't even been able to test a year after COVID. So it's like, how are we trying to (laughs) conduct a vac for something we don't even really know what the virus does? Exactly. We still don't even understand the virus. So, like, if you ask all of the Americans, like, I feel like 
five percent will be able to tell you what the vac. I mean, what the what the disease actually is. So it's I like, feel like they would still be missing because there's so much information out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this this the virus don't really even make sense because like you mean to tell me I can get it every three months? What kind? What? <laughs> and then the fact that it's a cold then you know I, I always think this every day i'm like nigga we're really wearing masks you mean to tell me that someone just fucking standing five feet away or not even five feet away from me 10 feet away from me if they're talking or even if they cough they can get me sick like to me that's just that's crazy to think about like I, they can get a healthy person sick just from for just from talking or breathing yeah, just from breathing, because you got to have your nose covered up, too. So, I, you can't uh, just, so going like this, can get the next person sick? Like, that's crazy to even think about. Uh, I have, I've been, like, having this thought lately. Wait, hold up. Can you hear the hamster? Nah. Like, knocking it? Okay, cool. Okay. I've been having this thought lately, and, uh-huh. like, I've really been thinking hard about it. Hard. Do you think somebody is healthier if they've never gotten sick, meaning their health record is perfect? Uh-huh. Or do you think they're healthier if they always get sick and then get better? Because I've been thinking, because like some sure. people be like, oh, you're a smoker, you have bad lungs. And I'm like, well, if I'm a smoker that runs every day and plays sports and skates and plays basketball and all this stuff and my lungs work perfectly i'd make the argument that my lungs are stronger than your lungs as a healthy person who doesn't smoke so like what do you think about that do you think know, somebody- that's a hard one because like i guess after you're sick you're immune i mean your cells are supposed to come back stronger or you're supposed to be like more immune to certain things and i, and I heard that's why like kids in like different places can like withstand certain diseases that we can't <laughs> but like <laughs> but i don't know because like if you never get sick then you might just be a like wolverine or something so but then if you do get sick you may no i think if you never get sick you're healthier but okay but this is my thing like are you not getting sick because are you not getting sick because you're not going out or are you not getting sick because you're just not getting sick? That's what I was thinking about. I was going to ask you that. I yeah, there was a like, movie like this girl, she stayed inside her whole life and she never got sick. And then when she went outside, yeah, I think she literally just breathed some air and she was about to die. So like, I don't know. I think like if you're you're able to fight something off, you're healthier. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you might not get sick. Your health record might be perfect, but that doesn't mean it's always going to stay like that. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to ask you, like, is does he go outside or does he just. Like, yeah, they can go outside. They have a regular life. Oh, then and he doesn't get sick. Well, he's never gotten sick. Before. Then, yeah, I think he not to say sick. that. This person won't get sick. They just never have gotten sick because oh, they're no. okay. Okay, then then the other guy that does yeah. get sick. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Even if like the person just doesn't get sick, I think the other person who gets sick would still be healthier almost. Well, I guess it depends on the diet. I don't know. It depends on a lot of shit. Yeah, that's facts. Because if a nigga just get, if he keep getting sick because he just doing dumbass stuff. And I don't know. Maybe he's just I don't know. How do you feel about the evolution theory? I think it's fake. Yeah, me too. We don't even got to really go into it. <laughs> to think that, that people actually believe we came from fucking fish is, like, crazy. Bro, like, what? And then people, <laughs> like, bro, and, like, some of, like, the explanations that I hear from people trying to defend the shit, I'm like, wow. They really just let anybody up in college. Like, bro. Like, have you ever seen the videos where they show like the fish, the walking. Fish water, and then it'll be like, and then the nigga will start walking. Yeah, th- that was like a Family Guy video, wasn't? It? Yeah, but it's a real video too. Yeah, I was about to say like, it's yeah. funny and all, but like they dead ass want me to believe that. Dead ass, yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, even the, the fact that I that like people think we came from monkeys is still kind of like. Yeah, like weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Heads is crazy, but um, <laughs> you know, I had a special story time for y'all. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, let them know. All right, so yeah, I was telling y'all earlier how I went to New Hampshire and uh, my buddy Jack, uh, he has a well, his grand parents they have like a lake house so we went out there and we were just chilling and stuff and the lake was frozen that didn't stop me from going canoeing on it somehow and jumping into it freezing cold i'll show andre the video maybe we'll post it at the end of this uh clip if it goes up on youtube but um yeah so had a lot of fun it was campfires s'mores all that smoked a lot of weed on the way back bro we had 10 joints and uh a blunt it was a six hour drive so like we smoked that like all the way back but um did you get high yeah oh like after like the fourth one yeah fourth or fifth only because like it was like three or and four heads on it so like the joints was only going like one rotation. So oh. yeah, I'm not getting high with that. But um yeah, I also took five grams of shrooms down there. And it was definitely an experience, you know. It was crazy. I literally went insane for about like two hours, I'd say. And, um, yeah, it was definitely crazy. And uh, I think, and I think this is important for anybody that's thinking about taking psychedelics or, you know, endeavoring past weed. And it's very important to have the correct crowd around you when you take these drugs. Because if you're not around the correct types of people, whether they're on it or not, then you 
that just makes it much easier for you to have a bad trip. Yeah. And I would even advise, especially if you smoke a lot of weed, that if you're going to try shrooms, at least do it by yourself first, because that's not really, or at least with like a good friend, a very good friend. Yeah, a very good friend that yeah. you already know y'all vibe. Yeah. Because like, and really, it should only be one. Like, yeah. the more people, the worse it's going to be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was on my shroom trip, and it was cool. Like, I was on five grams, so I'm expecting. And I think really when you, you expect it for something to happen, it, like, takes away from it because that's not going to happen. <laughs> expecting for it to happen. So I was expecting for some crazy shit to happen the whole time, and it wasn't. But I knew I was high, but I just felt like I was getting high and I wasn't already high as fuck. But I was pretty much in a whole dimension at the time. But since I was expecting for something crazy to happen, I didn't realize it. There was like this one moment where I was closing my eyes at the beginning and like it was a bunch of colors and stuff. And it felt like I was traveling. But when I opened them, like I tried to do it again, it didn't happen. Like after that, that was it for the visuals pretty much. And I was literally high as fuck playing chess against this Russian chess master or whatever. Beat her three times in a row. And I'm proud as fuck of that. Cause like, bro, I could barely, I was like, I could barely like see what was going on. I was like, bro, what? Bro. But, oh. Yeah. I was gonna say to your point real quick about being around, you know, good people. Me and Tommy had experience where, like, and this is my first time ever doing mushrooms. This is both our first time. Huh? This is both our first time doing mushrooms. Oh, yeah. So it was both our first time, right? And these girls had, they're the ones who, like, got the shrooms for us. So, like, I guess thank you for that. But, like, I don't really know what we expected to do with them. Like, Yeah, I don't I don't either. We barely knew, like, I knew the one girl, like, okayly, but not a lot. Yes. And then I don't think Tommy really knew the other girl at all. Like, well, no, I guess a little I bit. I knew her a little bit, just because, like, I was, like, wingman. But. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so, you feel me? We, like, it was a very uncomfortable situation when they were there. And I feel like if they would have stayed the whole time, like we even, I remember I was like filming my filming ourselves on the roof, and yeah. like I was, I had to put the camera put on me, and you was like, "I'm so happy that them bitches left. I'm having way more fun now." Yeah, <laughs> like, and it was so true because it was just like we didn't really. First of all, they weren't that high, but even if they were high, I still feel like we wouldn't like our vibes just wouldn't match. So you want to yeah. get somebody that you can match with, whether you're sober or high. Yeah, definitely. That is like. A very important point. I think that's the most important part. Matter of fact, it's just your surrounding. Because now the most important is your mindset, and then it's your surrounding. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that mindset. All right. But, um, (laughs) yeah. So it was a couple hours later. I think this is where my downfall was, too. So, like, there was like a, a variety of like handles there. And, you know, I'm not one to drink, really, especially, like, if I'm smoking. Yeah. But, like, you know, them them commercials of, like, like Jack Daniels and, and, like, the real, there was, like, shit like that. Like, 
it was some really cold shit like that you just don't see. So I was trying it and I took two shots or some shit. I think that's where I fucked up, definitely. Yeah, yeah, probably. Bro, after that, like I went upstairs to smoke and like there was three people in there. And I was like just thinking, like they was just irritating. And I was like, bro. And I came up with this idea and I was like, what if you were insane and you didn't realize it? And then I and 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 that's what I felt like. I was just now realizing that I was insane. And I was trying to tell all these people, and literally none of them was listening. And it was to the point where I I remember explaining, I was like, you know what? I'm crazy as fuck. And they all was like, <laughs> they all looked at me. <laughs> I was like, I'm crazy as fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? But, and like, I was so mad that they wasn't paying attention that I was like, they would be talking to me. I was like, you know what? Since I'm actively crazy and I'm admitting that I'm crazy, I'm going to walk out right now. And I'll just walk out the room <laughs> in the middle of the conversation. I was like, since they know I'm crazy, I'm going to just do some crazy ass shit. <laughs> But uh yeah, like it really made me think a lot like about life and just really everything. And Andre, he said something great on fucking Instagram. You know, burn me back to earth and, and go ahead and, and say basically it's just a, a the message. So the the quote unquote quote by <laughs> Andre Amir Marshawn Jones was that you only think you're crazy because you think that they think you're crazy. So basically the meaning behind that is the only reason why you think you're cra- like, just imagine if no one else was on the earth and you thought the way that you thought you wouldn't think you were crazy. But as soon as someone, as soon as you feel like somebody's judging you or is looking at you funny, then you start thinking you're crazy. So I was like, so I just thought to myself like, wow, like what if I'm only thinking I'm crazy or what if I'm only thinking I'm ugly or what if I'm only thinking I'm I'm stupid or dumb or retarded just because I feel like someone else is feeling that way about me or thinking that way about me? Because like I said, if I was the only one on earth, there wouldn't be nothing to compare it to. I just, I wouldn't think I was ugly. I just think I'm just, I'm just me. Exactly. I think like that's a really important point. People need to like stop comparing themselves to other people because yeah. that's only going to drive you insane. And if you think about our society, and this is why I say we're literally all insane. If you think about our society, it's literally built off of comparing ourselves to other like other people. You want to be like everybody else. You want the white picket fix. You want the American dream, the nine to five, the pretty house, the the uh, the cats, the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the perfect life, quote unquote. You don't want to be different. You know, you go on social media, everybody looks the same. All the dudes are wearing the same outfits. All the girls literally just look like the same person. So it's like, (laughs) you guys are comparing yourselves and in doing so, you're creating your own hell. Mm. Because you're always worrying about what somebody else is doing. But as soon as you stop caring and that craziness goes out the window because you're living in your own universe. Then you actually get to experience your own heaven. It's like heaven on earth because 
everything you're doing, you know, you're doing for yourself. You're not doing nothing else for nobody. And the only way to do that is to stop comparing that to stop comparing yourself to other people and start doing things that you actually enjoy that you like, not that your mom wants you to do, not that your dad, not that your friends do, not that you do because you want to fit in or look cool that you actually enjoy. And like, I was talking to Andre about this, like how many people actually know who they are? You know, cause like wisdom and life experience is built off your experiences. I can be more wiser than you at 20 than you are at 60 because I've been through more stuff than you. Yeah. So like, if you're constantly trying to mimic other people and create an image that's not you, how do we know who you truly are? Like you said, there's a thousand Drakes on, on there's a million Drakes on Instagram, but Drake isn't even Drake. Drake is just putting on an image trying to please them. Exactly. So like, who is everybody? Like, who are you really? I think yeah. people really need to take the time and ask themselves that question. Also, like, to build out that point, it's crazy because like, my biggest regret in life is because is, or the reason why I regret something so hugely, hugely in my life, is because I was first like my parents wanted me to do it, and second because I was scared to leave it, which was basketball. So like, I'm sure we've said it before, like I played basketball like my whole life. And now I regret being solely um, committed to basketball because now like I'm kind of, now that I don't play it anymore, now I got to learn everything from scratch at an older age. So like, like Tommy said, don't just do something because your parents said, or want you to do it, but also don't just do something because you're scared to, to step out your comfort zone. Like I knew in basketball, like I was good. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, elite status, but I was decent and I knew I was decent. I knew I was decent enough to play, you know, be popular, score a few points, like do, do what I needed to do, but I've always wanted to try something else. But since I knew I wasn't going to be good at it, I was scared to try it. But now like, now that I am confident, you kind of, you just begin to enjoy the journey of like starting out. Like starting something new is very fun because there's so much shit to learn. Like in basketball, like, you know, I'm 6'4 now, but when I was 5'10 in high school, like there was only so much shit you could do at five. Like you wasn't fucking, <laughs> like you wasn't like, it's not like I could just learn how to dunk. Like it was just nothing. So you kind of like, once you start something new, you kind of, you see all the, the, it's kind of limitless. Like your possibilities are limitless. Like with skateboarding, you learn so much when you're beginning with, I don't know, working out, you, you make the best gains when you're starting out, losing weight, you lose the most weight at the beginning. MMA, you learn the most, I mean, you, you see the potential, everything at the beginning. So it's like, don't be afraid to, to, to take a step out of your comfort zone and just try something new. Because it's honestly, like, I, it's honestly the greatest thing I've, I've chosen to do is just try new things. Yeah, like, once you're older and you start trying new things, you really appreciate it because you know that, one, is something you really do. Because if you owe trying something, like, it's something you want. You're not about to just try some shit you don't want to do when you owe. Yeah. And two, 
you start to appreciate the mistakes because all the mistakes, once you get it right, all those mistakes are going to feel so much better. Like it's going to feel that much better once you finally accomplish it because of all those failures. If you didn't have the failures, then the accomplishment wouldn't feel like anything. Mm-hmm. No, there always has to be that balance to give one thing the meaning it has, you know? Yeah. Like I was thinking if the world was all good, there would be no such thing as good. Yep. And there'll be no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause there, I, you know, I was having this conversation with my dad cause we were talking about Naruto and I was like, I was like, there's only a good person cause there's a bad, there's only a good or a hero because there's an evil person. If there is no evil to fight, then there will be no heroes. And it's like, so people like to say, and you know, because in this a week in class for my philosophy class, we were looking at philosophy through a religious perspective. And one of the questions they asked, they were like, why, uh, if there's a God, why is there evil, you know? And I was thought I thought about it. I was like, well, there would be no such thing as good if there wasn't evil. And then I thought about it. And I was like, well, the Bible says humans are made in God's image, right? And there are some humans that are very evil, even though evil and all that is all subjective. That's all opinion. But there's some humans that do some very evil shit. Yeah. And they are humans at the end of the day. So are you saying they were made in God's image? See, well, and then I thought about it like this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And I also thought, I was like, why would I want to be like bowing down to somebody who's making evil people in his, in his image? Mm-hmm. And also, why would I want to be bowing down to somebody who I have the potential to be better than? Mm-hmm. As, I can stop somebody from getting raped or I can stop somebody from getting kidnapped. Whereas, I mean, I'm, I'm not about to argue with no religious people who believe what you want, but where was God when the Holocaust was happening? Where was God all them years during slavery? And some people be like, you know, that's just a master plan or whatever. Fuck that. Tell that to all the Jewish people Tell that to all them black people. Tell that to all the kids on the border and these fucking migrant camps that Biden said he was fucking closing. Tell that to all these people that have been oppressed for hundreds and thousands of years. That it's all a part of God's plan. Right. Watch them slap your ass. Yeah, it's so uh, easy. Okay. Yeah, bro. No, uh, bro. I was gonna say it's so easy because like um I know like the whole Jewish. Well, I don't know for this for sure, but I heard that like the Jewish perspective on like them being slaves was like, or even the Holocaust was like, God was punishing them or God was putting them through this so it could be light at the end of the tunnel, which even if that is your, like your rationale, it's like, you can't just put place someone else's value. You can't just place your value on someone else's life. Like you mean to tell me like their value, like their main goal in life was just to be a sacrifice just so you could live a better life not only them their kids their the generations of them exactly yeah like slavery to this day still affects people so so you can't even say like 
okay, yeah, they went through it. But it's like people are still going through it today. And, I, you know, you – Emotionally, psychologically, and you can even argue financially because a lot of rich people got their wealth from slavery yeah. and from the fruits of labor that slave the slaves they had made. So you can even argue that. But people like to act like – or at least some people, they like to act like since slavery ended, then like – you know, it's an even playing field, yeah. but they forget that we still y'all y'all started the game, however many years before, you know, slavery ended. We're still that many years behind, or at least in starting point, which I don't mind because that just makes it harder for us. Meaning, we have to work harder to catch up. And once you work, if you're working harder to catch up, that means you're gonna be better because you got more experience. Yeah. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You can't really change, you know, time, and you can't change the past. So, I don't really like to dwell on it too much. Yeah. But I just like – I don't like when people don't really think think hard and logically about a lot of things, you know? Oh, and I'm glad that I said that because uh, it reminds me of, like, the biggest point that I got from my shroom trip. And it I think it was really big for me because I'm a like really logical person. And I think very logically like with a lot of things. And I came to the conclusion that if you think logically, if you think solely logically and you only operate based off of logic, there is almost only one logical conclusion that you can come to with this life. And I say that, and that's death, literally. As grim and as sad and as hopeless as it is, the only logical conclusion to the crazy life of being a human on earth and this crazy ass timeline we live on is death. Now, if you look at things from the emotional perspective, you can't do that. All the people you'll hurt, it's your life, whatever. You'll miss out, quote unquote, on so many, so many things. So I learned that you can't just live a life solely through a logical lens. You have to have that emotional, you know, balance there to keep you grounded. Because if you're solely thinking logically then you can probably not necessarily lose yourself, but lose your humanity and maybe lose your mind. Yeah. I remember we were saying when we were on the phone, like, I don't really know if this is related, but, you know, maybe it is. Um, we were talking about how, like, everybody's destination is the same on Earth. It's all, it's all going to be death. So all you can really do is just make sure that your journey is what you want it to be. That's the only thing you can control is, is how your life pans out. You can't control the end. You can't control the beginning. So and me and you had this conversation, actually. We could, like, have this conversation again. It's like, because we're, we're two people that kind of, like, go against the grain a lot. So, like, you know, some people don't like us. Some people love us. Some people hate us, but it's like, is it worth it though? Cause like we're making our journey hard just for the same destination. 
so how did did you take anything away after after our phone call or how do you feel about that I think what you said earlier really kind of helps somebody configure an answer for that question is you're only crazy if you care about what other people think so like it only matters if you care about what other people think mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Nothing really matters if you're just living for yourself. And I, I was thinking like, we fighting against the grain, right? Yeah. But we not even really fighting against the grain. We just thinking for ourselves and we don't give a fuck what other people think. So it's not even necessarily like we, maybe it comes off as we fighting against the grain, but it's not like we're purposely just trying to be a devil's advocate. Yeah. It's just that that's what it that's what it is. That's who we is. We just some people that think differently from y'all. And y'all make it to where it's fighting against the grain. Yeah. Love to fluidly interact with y'all, even though we don't agree with most of the stuff y'all say. But we don't live in a society where y'all want to do that. So I mean, I think it's definitely worth it as long as you don't care what other people think and you're just living for yourself. And like you said, life is about the journey you make. So you make a good journey, you have fun either way. Who cares how much you Facts. Facts. That that was beautiful. Um, I agree with, with what you said. And just to add on to it a little bit, like and, I, and, you know, we kind of talked about this as well, but, like, I feel like if I were to live my life just going with the grain, I wouldn't truly be happy, which would mess up my journey. Because if I were to live my life and, you know, living in the most submissive way where I'm not rebelling against anything that I don't like, I would be disappointed in myself and I would be unhappy, like I said. So that kind of just adds to the point of what you said. And remember, some girls are worth fighting for. Yeah. Honestly, I know some people be like, it's summer, it's hot girl season, or like, I don't know what's the other season, the other saying. Hot like, girl shit, I think. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> or I meant for like guys, like, what do uh, you got? Hot boys? No, nah, that don't make sense. No, nah, like, we say like, sun out girl. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we just like, anyways, since it's summer, motherfuckers are like trying to actively pursue, like have hoes and shit. Yeah. But honestly, I'm like, I want to grow. Bro, I've been, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been watching anime. Bro, these love stories just be too good, bro. Like, nigga, what? I think I've been around too many couples lately. Bro, but just having hoes isn't that fun. Bro, it's really not. Like, it used to be when niggas was, like, kids and childish. Bro, that shit's just boring. Because it's like, (coughs) I don't like texting that many people. Oh, God. I don't like being on my phone that much. And it's just like, yeah, and, and, you know, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's like, it's, 
I don't know. You can't really vibe with hoes. Yeah. Yeah. Even if like you got some cool ass hoes or whatever, <laughs> you're not like emotionally attached to them. Yeah. You can't be emotionally attached to them. Bro, you know what kind of like because you seen the post that I made? Which one? The one where I said uh some girls are worth fighting for. Oh uh, nah. Well, Maybe. when I originally made that simp ass post, it was on. Oh, the, yeah, it was on a. I was whole, like, huh? <laughs> I, I I was gonna swipe up and say simp. I was like, I'm not gonna be toxic right now, <laughs> bro. But like, honestly, it was on a whole different note. Cause like, I was like staring. I'm not even gonna lie. There was a girl at my job today, who looked pretty bad, and like I was. It was like I'd never stare at girls, but this one like. I was doubling back for her. And then, like, her boyfriend was right there. And he kind of looked at me while I was looking. And I was like, if this nigga try to fight me right now, I will beat the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you meant. So girls were fighting for But then, like, (laughs) but then I was like, then when I was thinking about it, because, you know, I don't like just posting shit without having, like, a deep thought. Well, I mean, yes, I do. But. I was like thinking, I was like, damn, maybe, maybe there is a girl worth fighting for. Niggas just haven't met her yet. You feel me? No, I definitely wouldn't fight no other nigga for that girl. <laughs> no, I was like, this nigga say something right now, bro. I will uppercut him to the fucking moon. Bro, like, this is my thing. If you can take a if if your girl is somebody you took from somebody, what is Say that won't that girl will not get taken from you. Yeah. So like, nah, I cannot have no girl that cheat. I mean, I wasn't gonna take her and cuff her. I was just gonna take. I her. don't even want like a girl that maybe have a tea time. Like if I meet a girl or whatever, and she has a boyfriend, and then they break up, and she like starts letting me talk to her like a week or two after. I don't know. I just probably wouldn't even like her like that. Yeah, because you just a rebound. I mean, you on the rebound. Nah, not even that. It's just like, well, one, if I'm a rebound, then that's different. I don't I don't really care if I'm a rebound. Because, like, if I don't like her like that already, then I don't care. But uh, it's just like, if you was in a relationship with this person and now you just, like, already, quote, unquote, moved on or whatever, then like, I don't know. Do you just get in relationships with anybody, or do relate? Are you just like that heartless? You feel me? Like, yeah. you not sad? <laughs> you not sad? Oh God! Like one to two weeks after, is you not sad about that shit? I guess. I mean, some girls could just do that shit, but oh, a God. lot of oh, I feel like I'm, huh? You feel like guys or girls do that more? Here's the thing from past experience. I feel like with guy <clears throat> with guys, like it gradually gets worse. And it girls, got it. <laughs> it goes like opposite. It'd be like because like girls start off sad and get yeah. better. And once they move on, girl, they're done. Like you can't do shit. And guys, they'll be happy as fuck. Happy as fuck to be single. And then like realize they can't get hoes. <laughs> <laughs> nigga that's so true bro because like 
niggas would be ecstatic to just hit niggas slide up on everybody picture nigga then then he get like then he get like two replies and he like fuck nigga he like tbh on facebook oh god he started oh god he started posting hit me up and shit on me hit me up don't get no likes and then he just like (laughs) oh god get three likes from it it's just your homies (laughs) it's just Oh God, and they just trying to make you feel better. They just don't even want to take off, man. And... <laughs> bro, that's hella facts. <laughs> that shit's sad too, because niggas ain't really been through that. That's hella funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. So, um, I don't even care about bitches no more. At all. Bro, honestly. Nah, like I stopped giving a fuck about these hoes and I've been happier. Me too. And but now, but now, bro, I'ma just you know I still want a girlfriend, but I still don't give a fuck about these bitches though. Bro, now instead of chasing after him, I'ma just wait for for he nodded to come, you feel me? Bro, honestly, like, and I wait, let me just I'm just start trying to attract it to me. Yeah, bro, I'ma just let that bitch come to me. But I don't know. I feel like I gotta clear some shit up about Hinata. I don't really like the bitch like character. Like, I don't think she's sexy or nothing like that. But just her values that she brought to the table is cold as fuck. I don't want niggas to think I'm some type of fucking anime fucking jack off artist. <laughs> I just bring her up because she was like cool as fuck to Naruto. Like, I, I asked this one girl, I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah, because I, I had her over, right? And we was watching Naruto. And we was watching the pain part when pain was, like, had the pole stuck in Naruto. And then he not a came and save him. Save him. Nigga, you seen that part. No, I didn't, bro. Oh, well, yeah, it's not that. I mean, he not a don't really do that much shit. Like, it's fucking pain. But, yeah, basically, he not a, like, came in. And I asked her, I was like, would you do that for me? She was like, no. I was like, bitch, get out. And then she, no, I didn't say get out. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, okay. So this not the one. Like, if you're not willing to step in front of fucking pain for me, then, like, you just, I don't know what you are. What What does that nigga Hoffman say? You, I'm going to just start treating you like Hoffman. For the streets or whatever that nigga be saying. Bro, that nigga's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. I don't know how I think it was long. I don't know how long it was though. That's what she said. What time we start? Uh, I think we started at six. My time? No. Hold no on, I can check for you. But go ahead and close them out. Yeah, but um Hope y'all enjoyed this pod. Damn, it was only like an hour. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I thought that shit was like eight hours. I sent the link at 9.50. Oh. It's midnight over there? No, it's 11. Oh, yeah, it's two over here. <laughs> That's why I feel hella long. But, um, hope y'all enjoyed that pod. Sorry I'm saying this for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hope y'all enjoyed this. <laughs> Bro, you close it out this time. I don't know what to say this time.
Yeah, so thank y'all for listening to the pod. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're going to go ahead and close it out, but I'm going to say this real quick because I'll probably post a clip from this on Instagram. Like I said, the link for everything is in my bio and Tommy Anderson IV's bio, so you can go check it out. And you know what I'm saying? Just just like the shit. Some weird ass nigga disliked the video. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking dick. Like, nigga, you really took the time out your day to dislike it. But so yeah, he disliked it. That's some hater shit. (laughs) We only had three likes, bitch. You had to dislike it. So you feel me? Go check that out. If you if you was the one that disliked it, DM us and tell what we need to improve on. Yeah, you just a hater, nigga. But uh, you feel me? I got a quote, but go ahead. You can you could you could do what you do because I gotta find it real quick. Um, <laughs> I was thinking you just said do what you do, <laughs> and I would be like, I'm gonna do the do. That's Gary. Yeah, because it sounds like doo-doo. Nah, do you know what doing the do means? Oh, like doing? No, like jacking off. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is that universal? Yeah, I thought so. Hell no, I've never heard that shit. Maybe it's just a West Coast thing. Yeah, I'm from the West Coast. (laughs) (laughs) These be on the East Coast for... A couple months, and they not from the West Coast anymore. I'm not coming out there this summer either. I'm getting a job out here, bro. Yeah, if I if I get the job, where at Reno? Yeah, the Converse. No. Oh no, the Tesla job. No. What? What Tesla? Yeah, too. <laughs> I'm trying to get like this research research paid internship at my at the college. Bro, I'm trying to go to Japan this summer and next summer. Yeah, I'm going. I might go for a semester during the fall. Now I'm gonna see how the fall is. And if I'm like fuck this shit again, I'm going during the spring. I think I'm yeah, I'm gonna go to the to the study abroad people tomorrow. I'm not getting a vaccine though. Oh god. But I was looking up. It's only like three thousand, huh? Yeah, yeah. We are gonna get the vaccine. Oh, the oh, bro. I thought you said the vacuum. Bro, I already got the vaccine. I didn't show you the card. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you didn't. Oh, I'll send it to you after this. I I thought I posted it. I think I still have you hidden from my snaps. That's why. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure all you guys go get the shot, and and be a good American. Oh, yeah. And the quote before we leave, um, it is always rewarding to see another person smile from the inside out. And that is it, folks. NBH out. Yup.